0: Yo, welcome everyone once again to the We Are Gamers series. My name, the host for you today, Champ Tone, a.k.a. Psychosis. A person, a gamer, with a passion for Jesus and gaming. And it is a true pleasure to grace your space once again this day. Today we will be having another great 1v1, 1v1 session with another person, another gamer, a fellow Mecha enthusiast, as, you know, most people should be. Allow me to introduce our guest today. We have the honor of going one v one against Switchy. Welcome, Switchy.
1: Hey, how's it going? Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it.
0: Hey man. So, if you don't mind, if you could just give us your your first name.
1: Sure, my name's Matt.
0: You know, I don't think I actually knew your first name ever. <laughs> Interesting. We don't go by that.
1: Yeah, we don't I know. go by first names, right? So. I only know some people by their first name because I know them, you know, out of the gaming space. But Mm. when you're gamers, you kind of live on your your gamer tag.
0: Right. So, all right. So what's your. So we call you Switchy. Has that always been the gamer tag you use? Is that what you usually use when you when you're playing online or do you have like other names or like a a series Um... of names that you use?
1: Hmm. Well switchy's kind of been the one I've stuck with now for probably at least Ooh, I wanna say probably at least the list maybe eight maybe eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. Um I've had a couple of names prior to that. Um mm-hmm. probably my first name was uh it was actually Dark Sabre. And then Dark that was Saber. a reference Yeah, it was a reference to the old Star Wars. Um I'm a big Star mm. Wars fan, and in the old books, there was a story where a um, uh, the Hutts, mm-hmm. so like Jabba mm-hmm. the Hutt, his whole family, mm-hmm. wanted to build their own Death Star, but they just wanted to make the weapon only, just the gun, the big right. laser, so they called it the Darksaber. Uh, it was kind of a funny trick, mm-hmm. just kind of sound, I love the title, but... Uh, mm-hmm. The the weapon itself didn't actually work. It blew itself up because it was constructed (laughs) improperly. So it was kind of like a funny kind of um, Mm. almost reversal of fortune for that. So I had that. You know, I've had dabbled in other names, but I just, you know, I liked the idea of like twitchy or like, you know, shifty kind of. Mm -hmm. I was kind of getting bored of that. So I went with, I saw the idea of switch and kind of a blend of the two and then kind of stuck with me. And I've had that most of my time at least since all the time you've known me and and even beyond that so pretty much every game that's basically the only thing i use now
0: that's interesting so does does the name have a a a specific meaning for you i mean you said you were just like going through iterations but i mean you've stuck with switchy Mm -hmm. for as long as i've known you which has been a few years now so i mean does that what 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 meaning does that name specifically have for you per se or is just you know just let me know
1: um, I think you know it. It was kind of I was looking. You know, when you th- when you hear Dark Saber, it mm. it sounds almost um like you know like a, a kid's name. Yeah, you know because it's like oh the Dark Saber. Dark it saber. just it felt it's like someone. Cool. Yeah, but it felt like someone who was like a. Uh, um, I have a running joke with some friends where when you see names that are like you know Dark Saber or you know. <laughs> Cloud Strike or something. They're all like a certain just, you know, Mm. almost like a console name because that's Mm. what they kind of pick (laughs) on Xbox and PlayStation. So when I started playing more um, PC, Mm. uh, because I used to bounce between both for a long time, Mm -hmm. uh, it just, I liked the way it sounded. I liked the way it stuck. And it felt a little bit kind of silly, but also, you know, just... I don't know. I just kind of liked it. It was it felt also good for like when people would say it versus mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if you started talking to me while playing a hey, Switch versus imagine saying, "Yo, Dark Saber, go 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 to mid lane or something." It just doesn't I don't know. It just didn't have the same ring. So I uh mm-hmm. it just kind of stuck with me and that was kind of where I went with it. So, and I've played with it ever since. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, that's true, right? Cool. Usually cuz usually if you have a name that's too many syllables, you just think with like <laughs> the first part of the name, you know what I mean? I know we have a few guys that we play with we don't say mm-hmm. their whole name. We just say like the first yeah. few syllables and that's it. Yeah. And switchy it's true because switchy is like you're just like, hey switchy, it's so easy. It literally rolls off your tongue. It's such yep. a yep. it's such a cool name. And and I swear everyone knows when we say switchy, we we know who we're talking about. You know what I mean? It's like it's not even like a common yeah. a common no. a common game name. All right, that's cool. So so yeah. if you don't mind, this is usually a touchy question. I know some people with their age. They, you know, sometimes. So, so, how old are you now? And when did you actually start gaming?
1: Ooh, um, well, I'm 33 now. Um, so I'm Young getting um, I, Well, I joke. Uh, I, I had a, a running joke that I would say uh, to some friends when I turned 33. Um, <laughs> you know, I got to after it passed around March, April. I said, "Well, mm-hmm. look at that! I got to uh, I got to live longer than than Jesus." So, uh, (laughs) um, so I made a joke about it, but no, I was, uh, I got to 33. Um, (laughs) I started gaming. I was raised Catholic, so (laughs) I was raised pretty have pretty heavy religious. (laughs) Uh, so it was always, um, uh, a background that was important to me. It's, it's a little different now, but when I was (laughs) younger, that was, I was church every Sunday, you (laughs) know, all that. So I kind of make some of that is kind of just my background culture, you know. I make mm-hmm. jokes like that. Most people don't know that. Like the thirty-three mm-hmm. was his age, when you know, and all that. So it kind of that's why. I, I mean, reference.
0: I I got it. <laughs> that's why <laughs> right I laughed. Right. That's so funny. You yeah. would so.
1: um Now I started gaming, so it's going interesting for me. I started gaming. I mean, I've been gaming since I was a kid, mm-hmm. but it's funny. I was. um I, I can't say I was an official gamer until Mm. I was actually almost 11 or 12. Mm. Um, So I used to tinker with, you know, and play old computers um, Mm. and things like that. We didn't have a lot of money growing up where we could afford consoles and Mm. afford video games. So it was someone would give up an old computer and, Mm. uh, you know, my dad would come home with some, I'll never forget the first computer he came home with some guy had gotten Windows 95. Wow. Windows uh, so he gave 95. up his Windows. He gave up his Windows 3.1 oh to goodness. us. And we played uh, like uh, I don't even remember the name of the game, but it was one of those games where it's like almost like um, you have two tanks on either side and you have to like aim and try to shoot the other tank. Oh, my was, God. Like, blow and- away the debris.
0: And it would like ricochet off the wall that like you could like yep. bounce shots
1: off the wall. I know the game you're talking yep. about. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Between that. And I used to go to my uh, cousins and play uh pitfall mm. on their um, computer <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, it was uh it was different. I, I wouldn't have con- considered myself probably someone who gamed until I was a little older, mm. um, you know, 11 or 12, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because of that. So
0: Wow. That's, that's interesting. I, I actually had, a very similar experience growing up because we didn't really have so we we received hand-me downs too, but it was always <laughs> a hand-me-down computer. It was never yep. a console, it was a hand-me-down computer, which was always crazy that people had these things and were just giving them away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So yep. so what was it? Yep. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you well, if I was got... just gonna
1: simply say one of my favorite games to play of all time was uh Mech Warrior three. I'm a big mech warrior guy. Mm. And um I, and MechWarrior 2 and MechWarrior 3, and I remember I played them on a hand-me-down computer with no graphics card from not even like an aunt or an uncle. It was mm-hmm. like a family friend who ended up, their son ended up marrying my older cousin, like one of my old older cousins who's probably like late oh, 40s. Wow. Yeah. you know so she's about 15 years older than me she was like i have this extra computer i don't know what to do with and she gave it to my mom and <laughs> i'll never forget computer. i was playing mech warrior which now it's like i think i was playing it on like 15 fps and i thought that was like yeah. absurd and it, starcraft one and the, won and the against graphics against the were computer
0: it had like the uh like the line graphics like, sort the, uh, of, the I shells, mean, right? Because I, yeah, I remember, sort of. I remember, Mech Mech Warrior 3 was
1: good. Mech Warrior 3 yeah. was good. Mech Warrior 2 was limited. Yeah, you know, was, Mech Warrior 2 was, was pretty me- limited, but Mech Warrior 3 was pretty good.
0: Mech Warrior 2 had its charm. I was, I was also a, a Mech Warrior fan. I, I just, I had the, I, I would use the Gauss guns, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting ahead. Of it. So, here, let's, so, so what was it about the video game? Because you said you weren't, you weren't really playing video games until you were like 11. So, what was it that actually, drew you to play them what was it for you that you were like i i enjoy playing video games
1: what's funny is i was while i didn't have when i say i wasn't a a gamer until i was a little older that was only because it was a little long it was a little older before we started getting video games in the house Mm. um i would always go to um cousins and friends and just play the heck out of their consoles and play the Mm. heck out of their games Um, I think what drew me to it is it's a combination, but I think the biggest thing is I love two things. And Mm. if anyone who's ever played games with me knows, it's challenges
0: Mm. (laughs) and
1: competition. Mm. (laughs) And I'm super competitive (laughs) with everything that I do. Now, Mm. I'm not competitive with people in real life, like outside of Mm. sports. I'm not competing, but games to me, it's the competition element. It's the... The nature of it, mm-hmm. mastery to some extent, um, that just draws me in. And its I've always felt it as a great way to kind of fill time mm. versus I don't really watch a lot of TV. I never really have, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it was always the, the puzzles, the stories. And then as I've gotten older, the competition of it, that's drawn me into it more than anything else. And I think I've always kind of stuck with that. Plus, it's mm-hmm. unique. You know, it's mm. different. You know,
0: mm. nice, nice. So, <laughs> you know, I'm also been. We've been asking. Um, I've been We, you hear me? I've been asking. Mm. You know, questions about family's reactions because I know sometimes <laughs> there can there's a there's a stigma, and and you you coming from a religious background because I, I come from a religious background too. So, what was mm. your family's reaction to your gaming? Was it was it positive? <laughs> were they ambivalent? Did they think you were like speaking to the um. devil? Like because
1: not not the devil aspect i would say though that the main reason Mm. i mentioned money before but the main reason we did not have a console or Mm. a true gaming setup um until i was like 11 or 12 was when i bought and i bought and used my christmas money Mm. i merged with my younger brother because my younger brother was two years younger than me and our birthdays were two weeks apart so we and i was born the day before christmas he was born like January, you know, first week of January. Mm -hmm. So we merged our money together from Christmas and birthdays Mm. and bought a Nintendo 64 at Toys R Us. I'll never forget. Oh, such a good system. We bought F-Zero. Nice. MLB 2000 and something else. But Mm. the main reason it took so long is because my mom, my dad didn't care so much, but my Mm. mom knew me. Mm -hmm. and knew how addicted i would get to video games and how i am so she refused for years i would ask can i get Mm. a sega can i get a nintendo Mm
0: -hmm.
1: playstation Mm -hmm. refused because she knew like i would go to family parties Mm -hmm. and they would like oh we'll sit down and play the super nintendo and then i would just never socialize (laughs) I'd be honed in on the Super Nintendo and then be like, all right, it's time to leave. And it's like, well, give me 10 more minutes. I'm trying to beat this level. Wow. So, so I was, she knew I was going to be a, um, Mm. a problem. And as soon as she caved, (laughs) she knew, she realized her, her woe. Which was, oh my um, goodness that.
0: so like, so when you guys yeah. got you guys literally got the 64 I mean what mm-hmm. was she like oh my god what are you guys doing or did was it just like all mm-hmm. right we, you know
1: we had to put it on the living room television so mm-hmm. she could regulate the hours mm. um we had to trade return trade back in F0 because there was a blocky female character that showed oh a little goodness. too much in her outfit. <laughs> Oh no! And my mom made me return. We had to return F Zero. Really? Um, wow. To for for that. Um, mm. So it was the initial was kind of, you know, very very regulated when I was mm. a kid. Very early on, it mm. wasn't until we eventually made like an upgrade, and then we were able to move. We actually had a moment in our house where we, our basement was like half usable. Mm -hmm. And we had, I had had my 13th birthday. Mm. Um, I just turned 13 and my mom was like, we can, we'll have a little get together for you and your friends from school. And I'll never forget. We read, we took one of the rooms in the basement, which was like the only room that had like walls in it. Um, (laughs) One of the two rooms that had walls and we had some holes and stuff. We put cardboard over it, patched Mm. up the holes and turned it and painted it and turned it into a makeshift like den. Nice. And then that's when we were able to move the video games out of the living room oh, and downstairs that's... into the into that and then we were able to kind of start to operate and play games. We were oh, out of the yeah. house and kind of operate in our own space. So, yeah, it was interesting, you know. That's, growing that's up initially. Cool. Yeah, I've yeah. always what's what's funny is I've always because of that background though, I've always steered away a lot of times from games that have um you know, in like there are certain games like Mass mm-hmm. Effect that I've played that was mm-hmm. one, one of my favorites that has a lot of um ethical choices and even some adult themes, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. activities that happen in the game. And what's funny <laughs> is I've steered yes, a does. lot away from those games, you know, oh, I don't really? play yeah, a lot of those games. Yeah, I don't. It's just because it doesn't part of me no, no, I, like that. Yeah, that's not yeah. part of me. So I, I that's just from my background
0: and growing that's, up. That's, that's interesting. So if you don't mind, just, just letting us know, you know, you, you already talked about your, your Catholic background and stuff like that. So what's your, what's your actual heritage and your cult your um, cultural background?
1: So I'm an Italian Irish from Long Island, hey, New York. Hey, you <laughs> you doing? How you doing? <laughs> um, so I was raised, I mean, mostly Italian, Mm. So most of my heritage or culture was, was Italian driven. Mm. Um, my mom was all Italian. My dad was half Italian, half Irish. Mm. Um, and we grew up, I grew up really close to my family, like Mm -hmm. all of my family, mom's side of the family and dad's side of the family outside of my dad's parents Mm -hmm. all lived within 10 minutes of us. Mm um that sounds about right (laughs) Yeah, that was the way it was so growing up i was closer more to my cousins and my Mm. family than i Mm. was to friends so that Mm. was kind of the the cultural and you know having italian dinners and and Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. family and things of that nature plus obviously we all went to church same church so Mm. every sunday we saw each other at church and Mm. and um so that was how i kind of grew up but you know long island new yorker is a very 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 particular type of person i think very unique to mm-hmm. uh, the rest of the world for sure
0: yeah yeah so so has that has that background have was it has there been any positive or i guess negative impact that that particular cultural mm-hmm. background has had on your personal gaming experience
1: um I don't know, I I don't know if I could really say it has had, I mean obviously I mentioned before you know some of the Mm. religious elements have were you know impacted some of the things that I I play or some Mm -hmm. of the games that Mm -hmm. I've interacted. I definitely think that having that religious background Mm. tends to steer me in a way. um, It tends to make me understand I think a lot more Mm. um, or or more uh, hyper aware. Of games that give you a lot of um, <laughs> social choice, mm. you know, games like oh. Fallout or Skyrim, where you could just go in and just murder everyone or do things. <laughs> I almost find myself at times driven to not be the evil person, even when I want to do it. I eh, will try an evil playthrough. It, right. it, there is some semblance of that, but I don't know if my, mm. you know, if my culture has had a lot of influence there. But I think that maybe because again, I'm a, you know, for lack of a better word I'm a white Italian you know Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of there's not a lot of you know challenges I guess you'd say at this point or Mm -hmm. when I was growing up Mm -hmm. that you know I was games were not an escape from anything for me it was just something that I was drawn to because I was entertained I didn't have the kind of escapist element to it I know that that tends to be with Mm -hmm. some cultures I I didn't have that it was Mm -hmm. almost you know it was almost just you know something that another thing for me to be able to do
0: yeah yeah no i i that's interesting that's actually very interesting yeah i mean that's that's one of the whole reasons why i'm doing this because it's so good to hear the different the different impacts and you know even even like how you saying, like it wasn't as impactful that one part but one thing i, I actually thought was interesting because i kind of i kind of have the same dilemma is the moral the moral choice because <laughs> It's so weird because I'm like, is something wrong with me? Because, like, I always steer towards <laughs> a good choice as well because I, I kind of feel bad. I feel bad, like, because yeah. yeah. I remember in Fallout, in Fallout 1 and 2, you can actually, like, not, you, you can take out, like, kids and stuff. And I was like yeah you couldn't yo, you I couldn't, couldn't do, do that
1: in Skyrim or the Fallout right other fall right right I think I think our, I think, our US, <laughs> I think the culture we live in was like probably shouldn't give them the option to murder children it's kind of a bad look Yeah um, and I was but like but yeah, wow you can Skyrim, actually rim, I remember that. feeling so bad
0: it was crazy So let's let's yeah. go to this next question What so you still play games right you know Of course why, so yeah. so why do you still play them even now you know because I mean? you you know you have a full-time job you know, you're, mm-hmm. you you have your life. Why why choose mm-hmm. to play video
1: games? Well, again, I first off, I love them. I love mm-hmm. playing video games. I love being immersed in stories. Um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. for me, games, video games provide a really good um, avenue mm-hmm. for being able to still maintain social. Mm-hmm interactions with people that i'm that i find worth it like Mm, i mm. love i don't play any games anymore like even though i'll play the occasional story-based game or solo content game you know like a cyberpunk or a a horizon zero dawn which are unbelievable games yeah great um i I, the the games that i really tend to play now are Mm. games that require um a social interaction to them Mm. so you know for example league of legends but i Mm. don't even play as much solo queue as you call it Mm. with league of legends Mm. as much as i play with you know my friends a lot Mm. of people that you and i have mutual connections with and then the main my main game is destiny Mm. Um, that i play huge hours Mm -hmm. a week and that but again i play that with a group of avid Destiny players mm-hmm. who are all in the same age bracket, anywhere mm-hmm. between. There's a couple of younger kit younger players in our group, mm-hmm. but the majority of every player is anywhere between 30 and 40, 30 and 45. So it's all older guys. Yeah. Fam- some have families and kids, so it, it's like it's it, there's a little bit of a bonding experience that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. And I think between that and I do have a hobby with computer building. Mm-hmm. so being able to kind of see quote unquote the fruits of your labor mm. um <laughs> it is good it is a little good a little bit good there plus obviously just you know again it's it's just something that's always been mm. um you know there i've always people have always joked that you know i've never been diagnosed but they always make a joke that i might <laughs> should maybe go to a doctor and see if i have an a d h d or something similar to that and i don't oh believe goodness. i do but really but the the idea is that <laughs> no but i think people joke because i'm all over the place mm. and video games do form a semblance of calmingness for me they allow me to kind of focus in on something when i sit oh, down right. and kind of disappear to everything else plus i don't really like watching tv so yeah kind of yeah. another way of things that i prefer
0: yeah i like yeah i like how you talk about the social aspect like you know it's good to play that solo game but it's always more fun. It's always been like that, though, right? When Whenever you're playing a game with somebody else, it's just, you know, I mean, before, you, you, you called it before when you would go to your cousin's house and you would play games with them, right? Wasn't it just, it was just so good.
1: Yeah, we used to have, um, I'll never forget, one of the greatest runs of gaming for me as a kid was I was probably 15, 16. I remember... Mm. Um, my mom and my aunt were joined some sort of group and they were meeting twice a week or whatever mm-hmm. over the summer. And I would go over to my cousin, who was a couple years older than me. Yeah. Um, but he was always a guy that I considered, because I didn't have any older siblings, I was the oldest. And he mm-hmm. kind of treated almost like a little, like kind of a big brother to me. And I used <laughs> to go there with him and my younger brother and we would play like... In the mornings, we'd make breakfast, and then Mm, we'd play mm. Cruise in the World on N64. Nice.
0: And then we started
1: playing. He had a PlayStation 2, Mm. and we used to play Tech and Tag Tournament. Nice. And then from that, I'll never forget, I didn't even have a PlayStation. Mm. But me and my other cousins, because I my mom was the youngest of fours, and they all had boys. Some of them, my aunts and uncles all had boys too. Yeah. We all went and bought at GameStop. Mm-hmm. on the cheap, PlayStation 1s, and wow. bought Tekken 3. This is already now, like, six, seven years out from when the game came out. What? Just to when we would go to each other's houses, we would have Tekken tournaments. Wow. 1v1s. So that it literally stemmed from my cousin having a PlayStation 2 and Tekken Tag tournament. He got it, and we were like, oh, this is awesome. So we all now, like, we always talk about um, Tekken, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like getting together, yeah. and like you know, who is your? We all still have mains. Like I could still <laughs> rip out a Tekken on a PlayStation right now and mm-hmm. play it, and that's... remember all the combos because that's what we did. So that was kind of you mentioned the social. That's, that's hilarious. to me what I saw out of that. Wow. So yeah. so what's what's your favorite game
0: of all of all time? <laughs> that, that if you if you could, and I mean, and yeah. just the number one. Like it gives mm-hmm. you all the good feels. You get the yep. goosebumps. You could just play it. And like, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm talking about. It's just your sure, number sure. one favorite game of all time.
1: I've had a struggle on this one for a long time because I was such an absolute obsessed when it came to, um, legend of Zelda Ocarina of time. Um, but, then, Oh, really? But I had a three way tie for a mm. long time. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. But then I was one of the few who actually preferred Twilight Princess, which was the GameCube one, over that. But the third game, which ultimately is what I would classify as my favorite game, Mm -hmm. and and I think to this day it still is, and I Mm -hmm. don't think that will ever change, Mm -hmm. is Bioshock. Bioshock, BioShock. the original. The original Bioshock is my favorite game of all time. Really? In my opinion. Mm. Yeah. It, it is a... To me, it's the perfect game. Yeah? Um. Yep. I, I think you've... You I've played it. It is, got, it is a good game. It, but you've got a game that has an unbelievable story twist. mm mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. With, you know, spoiler alert, you find out that your character is obviously... um. Not who you think you are, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, the gameplay is phenomenal. Is it a little clunky at times for a shooter? Sure, but remember, it's it's unique. You've got all of the aspects of it um, that that mm. go into it. The setting. Mm. I mean, yeah, there is Th- to definitely. my in my eyes, there is no better co- environment to be in. Than an underwater city that that gives off kind of horror vibes without Mm -hmm. being horror, Mm -hmm. you know, and the setting, the environment. um, I think it's politically, it's got an unbelievable underlying political message if you really look into it. Um, The idea of how the world is destroying itself. So this is a way for people to get away from this toxic, corrupt world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And what do we find out <laughs> that humans are humans and they're right. going to be corrupt and toxic anywhere they go pretty much. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah. you know, exactly. And yeah. then, um, then your decision-making, you know, dealing mm. with the, the characters and do I harvest mm. these right, little it, children? That was one. Does, is, right. That's another right.
0: one of those games that gives you that moral choice. It's like, uh, yep. Yep. but, and it's weird because they, they don't, they, the children aren't exactly, um, like they look like ghosts almost. So it's mm-hmm. like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not? It makes right? it so ambiguous, but it's like, can I, I, I don't know if I can really do this.
1: Yep. <laughs> it is to me the best game because it, mm-hmm. it makes you where there are games that make you make decisions, fallout, mm-hmm. um, Skyrim, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so many different games where you feel like you're involved in this decision making and one choice that you make really flip-flops the whole game telltale series all those you know Mm. walking deads and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. for me though it it just touches Mm. because it doesn't you know you could do a skyrim and, and talk to some person the fight goes sideways and you that person ends up trying to kill you and you have to defeat them and kill them right, right. but like you can then side quest for like an hour and a half and forget that happened mm. bioshock because it's a more linear based game keeps you in that pocket mm-hmm. and yes. you're always seeing the fruits of your decisions throughout fruits or famine of right. your decisions right from right. start to finish and then just encapsulate that in this kind of almost backwards mentality of, you know, I mean, that, that opening thing, you crash land, you walk yep. into the lighthouse yep. and it says, yep. you know, no gods, only men. I know. You know when you, and, and that's
0: you how know. it starts.
1: Yeah. And I think it's interesting because as like, as two guys, you and I both who have religious backgrounds, you mm-hmm. know, in varying capacities to see a game, that's the idea is it's going to destroy take out religion.
0: We're right. going to
1: ban We're going to, you know, the church is corrupt. The right. You know, the governments are corrupt and we're gonna go just to men. And then huh. power, what is it? Power corrupts and power <laughs> corrupts absolutely. Yep. Yep. That's the the old adage. I mean they every, find this every slug time. and makes them powerful and it's like oh then it gets corrupt, right. you know? Right because they discover a new power and it mm-hmm. um it really touches <laughs> things that I think are even relevant today and that game is what, fifteen years old? yeah the, the political
0: implications oh my god but here let oh man we, we could talk about that game for so long absolutely <laughs> so know. let me know. let me so let, let's let's go to this next question though it might be in the same vein i don't know so mm-hmm. what's do you have a gaming memory it could be positive mm-hmm. it could be negative mm-hmm. that it's that one gaming moment that you will absolutely never ever forget
1: hmm Hmm, let's see. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's there's a ton, but I'm sure uh, I think even though BioShock was mm-hmm. there's so many great moments. You know, I I I argue that the moment when you find out the big story twist, when you mm-hmm. find out that Ryan Andrew Ryan was your like you're like a clone of his and you know, and the, the twist, and, you know, they've been pulling your leg the whole time. Would you kindly? Would you kindly? Mm-hmm. That was such a moment in a gaming experience. I mean, or I can go to, like I said, the tech and tag tournaments that we had as kids, <laughs> and the Golden Eye and the Perfect Dark. I think my favorite gaming memory, mm-hmm. though, is being a 12 year old kid. Mm. and marching up the final steps of Ganon's castle in Ocarina of Time mm. to go up to the final boss fight. You know, it's got the <laughs> ominous music and mm-hmm. running up the staircase, the long staircase. I think that was such a telling moment for me mm-hmm. because that game really kind of drove my competitive you know, I'm gonna be a completionist and compete and get this. That drove my gaming to that next level, that I wanted to keep playing this constantly. Um really. You know, and I think that's that's that. I think the only other thing that rivals that, <laughs> um I think that's my gaming memory. Mm. But the only thing that I think rivals it is um when me and four of my friends mm-hmm. when I was seventeen Competed in an open tournament for Counter Strike Source and won a amateur LAN tournament and got bumped up to like the first tier back in the day of CAL, which yeah. was like an offshoot of CPL, the Cyber Athlete Professional League. Wow. That's we when like, they first started the pro game. Yep. Sort of. Yeah. Wow. Sort of. Yeah. And then they had, there was the, the Cyber Athlete Amateur League where anyone mm. could join. And mm. I remember because that. Where everyone played WoW, I don't know if you were a WoW player. Yes, Um, yes I was. I never played WoW, never Mm. touched it in my life. That um, Thank God I did, because now I talk to people who play WoW and they're like, yeah, I've been off WoW for 10 years, to make it sound (laughs) like it was like heroin or something, but um, no, uh, we played Counter-Strike, and that was my real forte, even though I played StarCraft and stuff Mm -hmm. occasionally, that was my real forte into online PC gaming, Mm. and then... From Counter Strike, I went into, you know, um, mm. League of Legends and things like that, and kind of never really went back. Oh, you a you know, CS um, mostly player? PC. That's I was a Counter Strike player. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. where I started. Wow, yeah. wow, wow,
0: wow, wow! This has been so good. We have we have one more question. We're we're just winding down, and this listen, I just want to say this was this was amazing. Getting <laughs> to know you was real great. Real great, Switch man. So this next question is actually a technical one and mm-hmm. so basically how do you feel the evolution of technology and you, and and I know we've we've had these discussions personally I know you you keep up to date with everything that's going on how do you feel mm-hmm. the evolution of technology has actually impacted your own personal gaming experience and you know has it been a positive has it been negative i mean yeah, take it away.
1: Um, I think definitely for me, it's definitely been positives. Um, mm-hmm. Besides my pocketbook or my wallet, um, <laughs> but I think I think definitely the evolution, you know, changes in technology. I remember when I first started playing PC gaming, I had mm-hmm. a a laptop that mm-hmm. had no dedicated graphics card, and I remember being absolutely blown away because I remember for Christmas, my brother mm. gave me the Logitech MX-518, which to this day is still like historically the greatest gaming mouse that's ever been made, um, mm. you know, and from there, I mean, understanding, you know, keyboards and gaming mice and microphones and all that kind of stuff and building computers and understanding... They've all impacted because they've given me a space Mm. to be able to experience things that, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if I would like, you know, we've all been, oh, I was a console gamer. For me, PC gaming has really been the experience that's changed the way I approach the things that I do and the social interactions, because again, you have access to that kind of stuff, you know, right. Right. Discord, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, going back, I remember Teamspeak and Ventrilo. Ventrilo, and you we we were doing Skype, Skype for a long time. Like we'll just do Skype calls, Skype, and now then, Teams, <laughs> you know, now Teams, now dit and then Discord has made it. So the evolution of all this different software, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and changes, I mean, I think have made my experience mm-hmm. way easier. Because even mm-hmm. something as simple as Discord allows you and I, to just drop in. Hey, man, yeah. I see you're playing a game. Let's go, you know, right. versus having to coordinate. Um, so I definitely think from a from that perspective, it's definitely been a positive. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't really say too much negatively, like I mm. said, besides the wallet. Um, mm. You know, I think, <laughs> you know, I think the only thing I would say negatively mm-hmm. is that um, I think that it does, the technology that I've moved into mm-hmm. does make me a snob at times. And I don't mean it, like, I mean it kind of sillyly, but silly, but when I made the switch to PC and really mm-hmm. hit the kind of ramp up in technology, mm-hmm. I kind of left behind a lot of people that I used to play games with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my closest friends, still one of my closest friends to this day, him and I used to play Destiny 1. Mm. non-stop like mm-hmm. nightly mm-hmm. on xbox and then mm-hmm. when i made the switch to pc and he didn't because he mm-hmm. couldn't he was like i'm not going to not spend the money you know you yeah. lost him in that space because it wasn't cross until now now he's been out of that game out of the yeah. game space but i know you know but i it, you know
0: that that i can personally i personally understand that. i have so many buddies that are on console that yeah, that we're we're literally playing the exact same games. But, you know, like you said, the good thing is cross-play is starting to cut. People are, these game companies are starting to understand, hey, uh, cross-play is not exactly so detrimental. <laughs> so hopefully, you nope. know. Well, except for Destiny in that when, they're, when
1: you're playing PvP and uh, you've got Xbox, PlayStation, Stadia, and now mm. epic game store with Steam all trying to have a crazy connection and oh, guys yeah. like teleporting around the map. It was yeah, a fun one gonna... I tried to play a match before. Oh, so yikes. But it's 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 good. <laughs> I think technology ultimately, the evolution has really mm. made it a positive. I mean, and I've mm-hmm. I've gained so many new experiences. I have an Oculus Rift, and just to be nice. able to do VR, I mean even yeah, though it's not that's gaming, nice, right? <laughs> the Google Earth, man, I made a friend. Mm-hmm. You'll get a good laugh as we finish up here. I made a friend <laughs> cry. Oh no. And you're like, what? She had been to Europe years before.
0: Mm.
1: And it was one of the most impactful trips for her. It had come at a rough time and she was mm. able to get away mm. and create a new experience. She came over one time and I had the Oculus. Chip. She's like, what's that? I was like, Oh, that's the VR. She's like, Oh, that looks pretty cool. I said, you should try it out. So she's like, oh, I don't know. I said, well, it's this really cool thing. You can do Google earth and you can mm. travel the world and yeah. like does the three imaging She parked herself right in front of the Eiffel Tower.
0: Oh, my goodness. And it's a
1: 3D, and what it does is you can get really close, and then it will use pictures that people have uploaded to Google Earth and put you down on the street Mm -hmm. looking up at the Eiffel Tower. And I walked away for a second. I came back, and the girl was crying because all of the emotion and the memories that she had experienced on that trip and everything – came rushing back, she had done like a tour of Europe and she yeah, started bouncing to all the different places and you know, to be I, able to do that, you know.
0: Yeah, the VR is such a such an experience. And and it's funny you say that because I've actually done the Google Earth on VR on an Oculus Rift. And I was yep. like hovering over buildings and I started feeling almost like sick because I was <laughs> I was afraid I was gonna like hit the it was such a it was such a wild experience. I'm like yep. wow is my brain really thinking about this? Oh man, but it's yeah, it's great. so crazy. It's great. Yeah, and I mean
1: it'll only be soon. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I mean eventually, for example, you'll do a podcast and your favorite podcaster or you or whatever will put a 3D camera in mm-hmm. a chair at the table in the podcast and you'll be able to oculus in and watch the podcast from like you're in the room. Like these mm-hmm. are just little things that like technology really has changed me and, and made me appreciate a whole yeah. new level of gaming so
0: yeah indeed oh man awesome this was awesome bro thank you very much everybody thank you switchy thank you so much for for coming on and just being a part of this i mean you know of course. we we are gamers everyone we are gamers and we are people just like you so i want to once again i want to thank you for listening letting us grace your space. Letting us grace your earbuds, your ear pods, wherever you're listening from. Now, I just wish you a, a great day, great week. Continue just getting that ganadora. Remember, Jesus loves you. God bless and peace.